I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to All Talk with uh, Jason Mike as we have obviously, if you're listening to this particular podcast, survived the uh, Christmas period and the trials and tribulations that that can uh, bring. And uh, I see, Mike, uh, you're here, of course, so you obviously survived it, my friend, looking very tanned, very relaxed, very much in holiday mode with your shorts on, your jandals, your lovely shaved hairdo and your T-shirt. How's things, mate? Yeah, going bloody good, mate. Uh, what a Christmas we've had. Yes. Eh? How was all the family? Because you had, how many was it, 20? They're still there. Oh, they're still there, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've decided... So you were quite relieved to sort of come and do this podcast today, well, weren't you? Oh, I mean, you know... I mean, you look- them. Don't get I've me got wrong. to work, you know. Work's got to has, has got to happen. I, I, you know, regardless of the time of year, all these sorts of things going on. I mean, people with normal jobs, Jace, that pay the money, yes, uh, they might like to take some time off. Not for us, mate. No, we're here. So obviously, they got to the house. They hadn't been there before, and they thought, "Oh, I like this. I yeah, might beautiful. just stay for another month." Yeah. Um. So yeah, they've all extended. I'll be I'll be honest with you, mate. Um, that was my concern. Yeah, uh, right. because as as we've discussed previously on podcast, you are in a beautiful, beautiful spot, and it would be very tempting for the family to go. Look, it's all set out. We're all you know banding together to cook dinners together. Everyone's getting on well. The sun is shining. The ocean is blue. Why would you leave? Yeah, well, that's. Um, I'm trying to give them a long list of reasons. Yes, why they would leave, mm. uh, but it hasn't happened yet. But it's fine. Everyone's enjoying themselves and being relatively uh, well behaved. Yes, good. Uh, but I might just. You know, in future episodes, just outline a few of the things that have happened and some of the, the issues that I have had. But I, I don't want to talk about them now while I'm still all rolled up. Yeah, no. You know, Always I need a bit of space. Always settle down first, mate. Yeah, that's right. Always settle down first. As my father used to say, count to ten mm-hmm. or go for a walk right? and just settle down. Well, speaking of going for a walk, actually, Jace, you alluded me to a um, an article that was in a paper. Mm-hmm. About a guy that uh, got into a bit of an argument and then he went for a walk, didn't he? Can you tell the listeners about it, that? It was a guy in the UK and it absolutely fascinated me. I love the headline. Uh, and it was, man walks, goes for 400 kilometre walk after argument with his wife <laughs> and then gets arrested for breaking COVID restrictions. <laughs> and I just love that because I thought to myself, <laughs> if you're going for a 400 kilometre walk after you've had a massive argument with your wife, it must have been an absolute doozy. An absolute doozy, and I wonder, at, you know, which kilometre um, he realised he was in the wrong. Yes. <laughs> because generally, you know, you are in the wrong. Yeah. And, and, and we're speaking... Well, even of, if you're not, it's best to say that you are. Well, that's 100%. Mm. Um, but generally, you know, we've discussed on this podcast before, I generally realise I've made a mistake um, b- before I get to the car. Yeah. Uh, but by then it's too late. You mean after you've angrily, gra- angrily grabbed the keys? Stamped out. And, and stormed out. I'm off! Yeah, that's it! 
Yeah. I'll let you think about that. And, and as we've said, you know, you know, the real mistake that we've made there is we've given up the house. Yes. And they get to stick around in the house and watch telly and all the, the nice things that are there. And there's nothing outside the uh, outside of the house for us, is there? There's nowhere to go. No. We've got no friends anymore. We've been in these relationships for so long. We've got no friends. Exactly. And you either just wander aimlessly around walking or you just drive aimlessly yeah. around. End up eating some KFC or something like that, you know, or stopping at a fast food restaurant and... Yeah, it's not good, is it? Yeah, and often you spend a lot of your time trying to keep the anger up. Yes. Trying to keep the embers burning, and then eventually you're off. So I wonder where this guy, you know, maybe, I mean, this could be one of the few instances where he was in the right. Yeah. And he was just not prepared. He, he probably said, like, I'm walking out of here, and I'm not going back until she, she calls me yes, and, and apologises. Apologizes. Yeah, that's, that's the exact scenario that I thought, actually, that, hey, look, I'm always willing to concede I'm wrong. I always concede I'm wrong. But on this occasion, I'm simply not wrong. No. And I'm going to keep walking until she gets the balls to ring me up and apologise for what she's done. That's right. When and I'm she wrong, obviously never did. That's right. When I'm wrong, I have no problem apologising and asking forgiveness and moving on. And I'm sure that she'll do the same for me, which, of course... Didn't happen. Uh, and doesn't happen. And then he got arrested for, you know, breaking COVID What would be real real salt in the wounds was if the arresting officer was his wife. Well, yes. That really <laughs> would she, look salt in the if wound. If she was a police officer and she tracked him down and, uh, and she arrested him. Yes. And threw him in the clink and he got 14 days in isolation. Exactly. Uh, but that, yeah, that was a fascinating headline, and I did I did mention that to you before the podcast. Hey, but it is great um, having your company, and hoping hoping of course that you had a great Christmas break. Yes, uh, and that it was without stress and strain, and lots of good food and wines and beers and whatever have you were were, were consumed. And of course, now we're we're staring down the barrel barrel of a New Year's Eve. Yes, exactly. Now, at what age, Jace, did you stop giving a shit about New Year's Eve? I don't know that, to be honest with you, I ever gave a shit about New Year's right. Eve. Um, you know, in, in my early 20s and late teens, every day was a party day. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? And and then you get married and, and, and so forth. Um, yeah, I, kids I, I, young. Yeah, your kids. Yeah, I mean, I think it becomes more of a thing. Like Christmas for the kids, I never really cared about New Year's Day. It's just another day for me, Mike. Yeah, well, I, we always used to go away. The You know, all the boys would go away and, um, you know, we'd go away. We'd actually get T-shirts made up, believe it or not. And we'd all wear these T-shirts and we'd go away I for a week in Topor or yeah. back then it was Taupo. Um, and we'd go to these places and we'd get slaughtered drunk for a week. Yep. Um, and as you say, that was no different to any other time of the year except we were somewhere else. Yes. Um, somewhere with possibly you'd, better weather. You'd made an effort. Yeah, but what yeah. would generally happen is you got massively steamed on the on the 30th. Yep. You had high hopes for the 31st. Yes. And then nothing, the plans just sort of didn't really Plant, you know, pan out, and it was just a bit boring and shit. Yes, uh, but then the first on the first of December, that was always a ripper. Yeah, but staying up for fireworks and all that sort of stuff, I just—I well, mean, I'm so old now that I actually don't like fireworks because of the, the pets. Yeah, I'm the same, mate, and it upsets the dog horrendously. You know, and my wife are like that now. You know, oh, well, should we stay up till mid- midnight? <laughs> Not a shit show chance <laughs> in hell, mate. No, we're in bed by you know ten, ten thirty. Yeah. Um, and quite happily so too. Oh, yeah. I'd initially, we were sort of guilty. Oh, you know what? What's become of us? Yes, that's right. You know, oh, we're just these boring old people now. But actually, I like that. That's the transition, isn't it? It's the we're the party people. We keep the party going. We go all night. Yes. To we're not those people. I feel bad about it. What's become of us? Yes. So I could give a shit what other people think. I'm going to bed at nine. Precisely, my friend. And there's something very nice actually about waking up 
for the new year, mm. feeling crisp and, and ready right. to go, mate. Yeah, exactly You get right. out and you have your coffee and you smoke and you see all these people around. You go and visit people around you. And they're all feeling shit house. Yeah, that's right. And they've only had like four or five hours sleep, and and they and they and they do that sort of desperate thing of, oh, it was a great night. It was a great night. You know, you could tell they had what a horrendous fa- night. Yeah. What was your favourite part? Oh, I, well, I can't remember. I can't anything. remember any of it. But yeah. uh, it was cheese. It was a great night. Yeah, that's right. And you can actually get around it. And I always find that I'm I'm slightly happier when other people around me are more miserable. Yeah, totally. You know, not if they're unhappy with me, but if they're miserable about something they've done, you know, if they're hungover, they did something stupid, that's what I take a real glee in that. Mm. And so my volume goes up. Um, suddenly I'm interested in loud, heavy metal. Yes. Um, there's all sorts of things going on. Should we go out and get into the beating sunshine? Yes, that's um, that's what I like to do. Let's go to the beach. <laughs> that's right. Let's I've all got... hang out at the beach. And, you know, it's a beautiful day. Yeah. Okay, should we go for a bushwalk? I've got lots of ideas for activities. Yes. Um, Which you've never had throughout the year. <laughs> never. But suddenly on, new, on, the, on the brand new year, uh, day of the year, you're ready to go for a bushwalk. Well, that's right. And the only reason I raise it is because I know that they'll say no. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward forward to uh to this year coming i mean obviously it's been an eventful 2020 hasn't it mate have you got sure any has. have you got any new year's resolutions um i've got i've got one if i'll start you because i'm sort of i'm sort of ambushing you with that question yes um you know this about me but i've actually taken 2020 off the booze yes i i've i've a mate of mine and and i've had a competition um, where I haven't had anything to drink. I've had no fun in 2020. It's been a zero fun year. Yeah. Um, so my 2021 New Year's resolution it's is... to massively get on the piss. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the flip side of things because things have been going too well. Yeah. You know, what I've found with the not drinking is my relationship with my wife has improved. Indeed. I'm a better husband. Yes. Um, I'm a better father. Yes. I'm... I don't get angry. I don't jump to anger because I'm hungover and I don't have the energy. I mean, you know, so the, I'm, the I'm, patience. That's right. The yeah. patience is yeah. Um I've And there's, found, so there's all those people that don't drink that are running around with really loud voices playing heavy metal music. <laughs> that's right. While you're hungover. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my work has improved as well. I've found yes. there's a lot more things that I'm, I'm able to do my work rather than procrastinating because I think either A, oh, I'd rather get on the piss, or B, oh, I'm too hungover. I'll leave it till tomorrow or Wednesday. Yeah. You know, so all those. And it's got, you know, my life has completely improved. Yeah. So you know, it's time to see the other side of that coin. <laughs> yes. Well, the other side of that is so boring, isn't it? I'd still. I mean, your life has completely improved. Yes. Your relationships are great. Your your relationships with your kids are great. Yeah. You know, your work's going really well. But Christ, it's dull. Oh, it is boring. Is life worth living? Yeah. You know. Um. So that's what I'm going to be doing. So there should be some good updates around. Uh, my adventures in, in 2021. Great stuff, mate. Well, to be honest with you, m- my resolutions now, uh, I don't make resolutions mm. uh, because I always change my mind a couple of days down the track anyway and I can't be asked. Will you do another one of your Siggy ones? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give up. I'll, I I predict that in 2021, Mike, I'll give up cigarettes six times. <laughs> Is that an average per yeah, year? Yeah, about an average. Yeah. Um, I'm actually reaching the point now where, for me, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, just get yeah. on with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do know, and because I'm, um, you know, I've smoked since I was 14 on and off. Yeah, same, um, about the same time too. Yeah, yeah. and I, I sort of took off in my 20s for reasons I won't get into. I, I took uh, three and a half years off the booze. You know how you get the shame sometimes? Yeah. My shame lasted three and a half years. Right, okay. So as a result of that, I, could, I sort of got a bit of distance from my cigarette smoking, so I've managed to be able to do what I've always envied in my 
mates that just smoke when they get on the piss. Yeah. Because I always tried to do that, and it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I'd just smoke on the Friday night and then every single day forever after. But now I can smoke on and off, and it's not a problem for me. So I'm going to smoke. Just when you're on the booze. Well, yeah, so all of January. (laughs) (laughs) All of Feb. (laughs) And uh, and then, you know, and then I'll put it on the back burner again. So, you know, mate, if you want to get on the wagon, I'm happy to uh, do it like I did with my friend who wanted to get off the booze. I'm happy to be your no-smoking buddy if that's what you're keen to do. Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Hey, well, let's crack into it. And we start off with something very intriguing. Without a word of a lie... Mike Minogue, mm-hmm. we're at number 98 in comedy podcasts in Estonia. That's right. That is right. That is 100% right. Now, I listened to another podcast of yours, the BYC Cricket yes. Podcast, and um, you were sort of you sort of gave some random update. Well, you mentioned Estonia. Yes. And uh, I thought, God, are they actually that number in podcasts in Estonia? But you said no. But we are legitimately, we get an update email once a week, and we're number... 98 in comedy podcasts in Estonia. Estonia having a population of 1.3 million. Yep, okay. Which is probably less than Auckland, is it? I've got no idea. Yes, it um, is. So a very small place. I'm not sure how many comedy podcasts they've got, but, you know, even getting get to number 98 is pretty good, mate. Well, mate, even just registering in Estonia is a huge bonus for us. Well, I think so. I mean, I think that that says a lot about how well the podcast is doing. When straight away I'm thinking... World Tour 2021. Yeah, Estonia, here we go. Yeah, that's right. And you know what uh, language they speak in Estonia? No, I don't. Estonian. Estonian. Yeah, I Googled it, and they speak Estonian. Um, so just to all of our many, many, many thousands of listeners in Estonia, uh, let me just say terrorist, uh, which means uh, health. Uh, it's actually spelled T-E-R-V-I-S-T, but what I could gather, it's pronounced terrorist, which could potentially lead to some issues. Yeah, think. a bit of a, a miscommunication. Yeah, at the airport and yeah. things like that. Well, indeed, terrorist, a terrorist to all our Estonian friends. But let's have an update on Maggie. What's going on there, mate? Oh, Maggie. So Maggie um, Tillerson, the listeners will remember, um, got in touch with us and wanted to share her fortune with us. So we got back to her. Um, and it's since been, uh, we've, we've had contact from Gmail um, who've told us uh, that that is a fake account. So if an email gets tagged as junk often enough, um, then it gets tagged as junk. So apparently That's it disappointing, was, isn't it? I had it was, high hopes for that money. Yeah, well, it was a scam, um, which is bad news. I feel bad for being taken in there, actually. But positive news um, We've had an email from somebody else. Captain Nancy Harrison um, has reached out. She's a she's a qualified astronaut working as a peacekeeper in Afghanistan because of the war there. And um, she got in touch, and she needs our help as well. Um, it seems that um, she just wants us to perhaps respond. And it sounds like we could be on the receiving end of uh, some money there as well if we can help her out properly. That now, sounds fantastic. Can I, I just can I just clarify? So it's Captain Nancy Harrison who has been in touch, and she's a qualified astronaut working as a peacekeeper in Afghanistan. Yeah, I mean, it happens a lot, doesn't it, that that people sort of go through their degrees and then they get to the end of it and they go, ah, you know, I don't want to be an accountant. Yeah, and, and I'm guessing that that's what's happened with Nancy. Like she's got, she's done the sort of the ten years or whatever it is to become an astronaut, and then she's just sort of like, ah. I, don't, I just can't be asked. So I'll go to Afghanistan and I'll help out with the peacekeeping over there. And, you know, she's 
she's listed all her major awards and decorations in here, and um, you know she's she's pointed because I was once bitten twice shy, Jace. For yeah, me, I know what you're saying. Man. Um, but here in the emails, she said that she's uh, she's got a good heart. She's very sincere and down to earth. She's easygoing, respectful, and kind. Um, she's also religious. She doesn't like to judge others, and she's compassionate. So. You know, she sold me with that. She also sent through a few photos, which you've seen. Boy, she did it. Did she ever? Boy, oh boy. I mean, some in uniform, some in the things that are underneath the uniform. Indeed. Um, but I've emailed back to her. Um, or I said to her, um, uh, we are both single except for our wives and children and have a tremendous amount of respect for soldiers. You must be very lonely being the only astronaut who has gone on to be a lady soldier, and I can relate because once I took acid and went to the pub, which was a mistake. Your photos are fantastic, even though seemingly of different people, and we look forward to being your friend, which we will value very much, especially Jason, who is a notorious sicko. Please let us know how we can help your friends, Mike. Um, so you're just waiting to hear back what she needs our help with, but... Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people out there struggling, mate, and especially around this time of year, Christmas, New Year's, like time that, you know, had we have got this email a couple of months ago, I, maybe I'd be a bit more reluctant to help. Sure. But given this time of year, I know people are struggling, and, and I know that you're a bit of a sensitive soul around well, this well, time as well, mate. Yeah, so. yeah, totally, and I think it's fantastic that you reached out, mm. um, you know, and I, I, I believe her. Yes. I believe her story. Yes. Um, you know, and, and, and like you after Maggie, we're both a bit sort of standoffish, yeah. which is understandable. Mm. Uh, but I find this totally believable. Yeah. Um, and she looks, as you say, she sent us some photos. She looks like a nice lady. Yeah. And uh, certainly if we can, you know, she is a bit lonely, we'd, we'd be happy to correspond. Yeah. Can we put it that way? Without a doubt. Um, so what we'll do is we'll carry, we'll, we'll give you updates on um, Captain Nancy Harrison. Yeah. Uh, Further down the line, just to see how that's going. But good on you for reaching out, Mike. Yeah, yeah. That's great stuff, mate. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, but right now, it's time for Relationship Chat with Jason Mike. I think she's cheating on me. It's Relationship Advice with Jace and Mike. G'day, fellas. Been listening to the podcast on my way home from Lifeguarding in Queenstown, and it's great stuff. My question was some advice on a girl I've been close friends with for quite a few years and recently I've started to really like her and I'm keen for something to happen between us. I'm just not sure how to go about asking when we've been just friends for so long. Yeah. Have you guys ever been in a similar situation? What should I do? And that's from Cam on the Instagram. Yeah, great question, Cam. And boy, have I ever been in this situation. Yep. Now, I, I, now I, I got a photo from this guy, I think, as well, and he looks, I think, maybe mid-20s or maybe early-20s okay. from memory. Yeah. Well, that was the sort of vibe I got from the, yeah. from the question, actually. Yeah. Um, the fact that you're asking the question shows that you are a certain age. Yes, it does. It does for sure. And, and, and I've got to be really upfront with Cam here. You know, I, 
most of my relationships with girls, mm-hmm. you know, from my early mid-teens to my early to late 20s, I was that friend. Absolutely. I was always the guy, the shoulder to cry on. Yes. I was always the guy that made them laugh. Yeah. Um, I was always the guy that they spoke to when they were really upset. Yeah. I was always the guy that they sought advice from yes. about their relationships. And I was always the guy that they never had sex with. That's right. Yeah. So I can really understand where yep. Cam is coming from here. Totally. And, you know, it's a tough situation, uh, Cam, and you're probably in the same place that Jace was all those years ago and that I definitely experienced as well, where you're giving advice to the person that you're in love with on how they can have sex with other people. Yes. And that's tricky. And while you're giving that advice, your heart is just quietly crumbling yeah. within you. Yeah. And and you and, and the terrible thing is it maybe it's that martyr in you. Yeah. That when you're on that track of going, I love this woman and I'm giving her advice on how to have sex with another man or potentially have sex with another man, it ends up being really oh, good multiple. advice. Really good advice yeah. because you genu- genuinely yeah. love and care for her. That's right. So you want to give good advice as as a friend. Yes. But at the same time, it's crushing you emotionally and spiritually. Well, yeah, because you're, you know, you're stitching yourself up good and proper, aren't you? And, and, and even worse is that you know, they come to you, that, that trusting shoulder to cry on. Um, literally often. Yes. You know, that's a, oh, as yeah. close as you, you know, there's an embrace, you know, yeah. there's crying, um, you're coveting that, that physical contact. Well, well, I was, I was at the point where I was such a good friend and such a non-entity sexually and such a... You're so safe. I was so safe that they would often, you know, be totally comfortable being semi-naked around me because there was never any chance which we both would acknowledge that there was anything between us or could be between us, and so they were totally comfortable in that yeah. sense. Yeah, no, you know nothing I mean? will ha- happen with Jace. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and they'd laugh, and you'd go, yeah. you'd laugh as well while yeah. on the inside you're dying. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, um, it is a toughie and a tricky one to get your – I mean, we know what it's called. It's the friend zone. Yes. You are in the friend zone, and you've put yourself there, and you've put yourself there by being a good person – and in my experience, Jace, uh, women in their twenties, generally speaking, aren't interested in nice guys. No. And, oh hell no. And I don't don't know why that is. Um, well, it's it, on a very basic level, it's the bad boy syndrome. That's and, right. And wanting to turn them around. Well, that's right. Well, it's exciting, isn't it, to be yes. with a bad guy? Yeah. A bad boy. Um, you know. Uh, and all the exer- drama that they that that entails with all their mates. He's being such a bastard that's, to me. And, uh, yeah. Oh, but he's so hot. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's, and he's so good in bed. Yes. Uh, there's that stuff as well, which, you know, as the friend you get to hear all about. Yes. Thanks so much. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, there's a real chemistry there when it's somebody that you know is not quite right for you. And also, early 20s, you know, it's um, you're early in your sexual um, you know, experience, and so you're trying all these things out. So, the more exciting, the better. And, and as a friend, you just don't represent that. Yes, uh, you just don't. Yeah. And so, the fact of the matter is, Cam, you're going to start being attractive um, 
in your 30s when they've been through a truckload of men and they've got baggage that you couldn't haul in a semi-trailer. Yes. That's when you're going to become attractive to them. So you're going to have to deal with all the issues that have come up um, as a result of them being with all these bad boys who have treated them horrifically. And that's not to let them off the hook because it's it's also something that men go through, isn't it, Jace? Where they yes. feel that they should, that it's fine to treat women badly. You know, to be the bad boys and to you know yes. have a you know a dozen women on the go and all that sort of thing. Oh, look, I totally agree with you, mate. And you're looking uh, in your mid thirties where he could possibly be in a relationship. And and as you pointed out, what often happens in that situation is that friend or that that female friend has simply given up. Yeah. And had and has just gone. I'm going to settle. You know what I mean? That's right. And so it's kind of a capitulation relationship. That's right. It's like. I don't believe in anything anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to have to settle. The for clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. The biological clock is ticking. That's this when you start treats, looking good. Yeah, this guy treats me nice. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's got a solid job. Uh-huh. It'll have to do. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, there's still no attraction there, Ken. No, no, never any attraction. No, no, no. No. Um, you know, thankfully they don't have to maintain an erection because if if they did they wouldn't be able to when being with you yes um but and, you love them so you can and and you've got to remember too they've had a truckload of really hot exciting sex that's right they've so, been with so many men so the, they just go i it actually doesn't matter to me anymore no i've, I've actually sort of had my sexual fulfillment so you know they've um, got it out of my system i don't need the great sex anymore you yeah. know um i need solidity i need Reliability, reliability, I need safety. Safety, I need a sensible guy. Yeah, I need a provider. Yes. Um, And you can't provide, you can't tick the good sex box um, or, you know, genuine love or anything like that, but you can tick, you know, the the providing financially, obviously, and just being able to rely on you emotionally. Yes. You really need that emotional stability can I can I, can I phrase it this way then, cutting your losses? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... And the terrible thing from your point of view is, you know, uh, Cam, that you're going to have to deal with, of course, you've been waiting 30 years to have sex with this person. Yeah. Um, so you don't have the experience that she has. Uh-uh. And so the chances are you're going to be atrocious in bed. Yes. Um, because you don't have any experience whatsoever because you've been her friend for so long. You've withheld your sex with anyone else because you love her in yes. your heart. Yes. Uh, that actually you've got no sexual experience. That's right. Or perhaps you have been going out and filling your boots elsewhere and having a lovely time as well, um, sowing your oats. Possibly. Um, but in your mind, you have built up what it would be like to be with this woman so much in your mind that it can never, ever live up to that. No. The reality can never live up to it. Well, or you have a pre-ejaculation scenario. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've built it up for so long. Or. Not rising to the occasion exactly. scenario. Yeah. And she just thinks to herself, oh, Christ. Yeah. This, you is know, what, so, this is what I've got. That's right. This so is what I have become. You've got to try and put all of that out of your mind, mate. You've got to try and put it out of your mind that she's not attracted to you. Um, you can't think about all her partners when no. you're in the act of lovemaking. Well, you can, and, but you, you can be sure she would have made love to some very well-hung men as well. Yes, that's right. That's right. And that will work in your favour as well because she will be just thinking about one of them. Yes. So, True. So that'll get her over the line. Yes. Um, and, and, yeah, so... I guess if you, hmm, the advice he's asking for here, Jace, is he wants to try and convert this now. Yeah. Now, what have you have had any experience where you have actually had a friend 
a female in this very position and you've had to have the chat with them. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I can tell you I can tell you it, it did not go well. Uh, in fact, I recall her when I expressed my true emotions to her. Yeah. I.e. I love you and, and I want to be with you. I remember exactly what she said and it, and it was simply this. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And not only was that deeply humiliating for me, it ruined our friendship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, so I ended up with neither. So I, I had neither the friendship nor the relationship. Yes. And she was never the same around me again. No. She was awkward, uncomfortable. Um, yeah. So it was a because move. you were both thinking about it then, aren't you? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've I've got a um, a young mate who's in a flatting situation. Yes. Mm. And um, it's the shoes on the other foot. She has the flatmates come to him and said, "Look, I really love you, and I think we should do something." Now he's not interested at all. Yeah. But now they're stuck in this flatting situation. Yeah, that is a, that is a horror scenario. It is a toughie. Um, because there's no. You see, when when well, as soon as you walk into the room, you're both thinking exactly the same thing. Yes. You're in love with me, and I'm not in love with you, and yes. vice versa. And, and unfortunately, you're going to be in that same room quite often yes. if you're flatting together. Whereas in my scenario, of course, it was very because we weren't flatting together. Yes. She just went, "Oh no, 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 no," and she could bugger off. Well, that's right. Uh, um, so that is a real worst case scenario. That is right. Now, now what you've got to learn, Cam, you're obviously a young man. Is, and I think it goes for for men and women in a dating situation. If it's easy pickings, nobody's interested. So if you're going to them and saying, hey, I really love you and I want to be with you, blah, 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 you're going to put them off right away. It reeks of desperation. Yeah, it does. It's, it's not romantic, Yeah. generally speaking. I mean, it's, there's a slight possibility that this person feels the same way, but it's minuscule. Yeah. Um, so you have to try and create um, desire from this woman by thinking outside of the square. And generally what you have to do is you're going to have to get other partners and make this person jealous. Yeah. Isn't that right? I mean, these are the games that are played in your 20s, and there's nothing wrong with it. Well, mate, and, and, and here's the thing, you know, I, I realised that I'd made a fatal mistake, and, and um, you know, before I actually said these things to her, I attempted to do that. Right. I attempted to get other relationships um, w- with other women in an attempt to make her jealous, possibly, mm-hmm. or in an attempt to make her see, oh, God, he is an attractive, hey, funny, sexy guy. You have to make yourself desirable um, in their but, eyes. But no girl would date me. Right. And so that's why I found myself in that situation of desperation. Last chance. It, because it was desperation. Yes. I love you. Yeah. I mean, there's... And n- it was kind of like that. I, I love you. No girl's going to find that sexy, Mike. And I mean, shouting that out to her... <laughs> In the middle of the street, you know. Yeah. Was that a bus stop? Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. That was really busy too. So, you know, it was never going to work. And I think we've got to say to um, Cam. Cam, yeah. I think Mike's advice, because he's obviously, what you say he's seen a picture, quite a nice looking fellow. Good looking man. Yeah, good stuff. And and he's mid-20s. Yeah. What, what he needs to do is to get into relationships so that this girl that he's interested in can see him within the relationship and realise that he is a sexual, viable yes, option. that's right. And that actually, why have... 
and who knows? She may have some hankerings for him as well. Yes. And they will be further stirred yes. by seeing him with someone else. Exactly Because right. that's often the instigator in someone going, hey, why are you with that arsehole? I love you. Yeah, that's right. You know? That's right. Or that bitch. Now, now that's right. Now, there's two parts to this, and this is potentially a bit of a long game. Now, one of my mates was in a long-term relationship that he got out of, and he didn't feel that that relationship was particularly adventurous sexually. Yeah, okay. And he didn't feel like his um, sexual prowess was at a stage where he could take it into the singles world. And he was about this age, 23, thereabouts. So he put an ad in the classifieds yes. for an older woman to be his sexual partner and teach him the ways of a woman's body. As a sexual sort of mentor, perhaps. That's right, and take him through, take him through the ropes. Yeah. And, and, and well, sh- maybe use some ropes. Yeah, that's, why not? And so he did that. And so by the time that education finished... He was an absolute stallion in the bedroom. I can imagine, yeah. So then he brought that back to the single world. Now, if you do that, and then you go and you you put all your attention, not on your friend, but on her best friend. Yeah, I, I see where you're going. Or a friend in that circle, so that it gets back to him. The word gets guy, back. Yeah, yeah that's nice, right. It travels nice. around the circle, and then, oh, all of a sudden, she's interested. Yeah. Now, that might seem like a, a you know a long sort of road to hoe there, but I can tell you what's one hundred percent not going to work, and that's what Jace tried at the bus stop. Yeah, it ain't going to happen. It's, it is not going to happen. You can save yourself a whole lot of misery and embarrassment. So to summarise, get yourself an older lover, turn yourself into a stallion. Yeah, sleep with her best friend and or related friends. Yeah, so that that information gets, sisters sisters gets back to her. So that she knows that you're a great lover. Yeah. She sees you with other women. She knows that these women are really enjoying you. Yeah. Which will force her to play her hand. That's right. And wear a leather jacket. And wear a leather jacket. And start smoking. And ride a motorbike. Yes. All right, Cam? Now, the downside to this is that if it does work, as we were saying, the relationship's not going to last. Because you're now going to be one of the bad boys that she has to work her way through before she can get to the safe guy. So you have to ask yourself, do you want to spend the rest of your life with this person or do you want to just have a good time now in your 20s and and sort of leave it at that? You know, so that's up to you. We'll throw the ball back to you. But either way, we really want to hear which path you go down and we really want an update as soon as you've made your decision oh, either absolutely. way. Oh, and absolutely. That, and that goes for... Because I could a thousand percent use some tips in the bedroom. Oh, so could I. Yeah. And, and look, um, that goes to anyone that we give advice to. I mean, we don't just give out advice and that's the end of the story. We no. want to hear how it goes for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, has it worked for you? Was yeah. it good advice? Was mm-hmm. it bad advice? Let us know on that regard. Yes. Hey, now, uh, Mike, as a lot of people know, we love our sport, mate. Yes, we do. And uh, there are a lot of people that actually felt that our podcast was going to be a sort of sport chat scenario. Mm. I can understand that, Joe, because you know, you're know you a former cricket umpire. We both work with the ACC as commentators or have in the past. Um, and we're constantly going on about you know sports of varying kinds. Indeed, mate. And with that in mind, actually, we've got a bit of sports chat with yep. Jason Mike. Yep. He's been doing it all day, Rev. It's over. Run, 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 run. Kick. Sports chat with Jason Mike. 
Now, mate, uh, Alex over the Instagram writes, Dear Jason Mike, I tuned into this podcast for some quality sports chat, and there's been fuck all. What's the guts? Yeah. Well. Well, can I just start? Yeah, go on. Can I just start, um, Mike, by saying we're led by the people that ask our advice? And in that regard, you know, when people are seeking our advice, we have to go with what people are sending us. That's right. We've had very little um, questions or uh, inquiries about sport. That's right. And thus, as a consequence, the Jason Mike Talk Sport Chat has been minimal, to say the very least. Yeah, that's right. And, and that's our defence to this point. Exactly. I mean, we're not, you know, we can only, as you say, just answer what's been sent. We're not going to start making up emails yes. that we then answer um, just to satisfy, you know, uh, yourself, Alex, and people. Like, I mean, rather than sending in what is a pretty harshly well, toned It is, isn't missive. it? It's got a nasty tone yeah, to it. it. Yeah, it does. I mean, um, the swearing and such. I mean, why not email in a sports question other than why aren't you talking about sports? Yeah. I mean, mean, that's that's no use to us, is it? Well, not really. I mean, it doesn't, the, this this doesn't lead us into now sports chat, does yeah. it really? I mean, it's, that's the answer. You know, um, for example, what was your view of the 1974 New Zealand tour of the West Indies well, where De- Bevan Condon scored a magnificent 200? Then we could get into really serious, proper sports We'll chat. talk for hours about that. Yeah, exactly. But we haven't had any of those questions. No. So we're sort of at a loss. And I mean, this time of year when we've, you know, we've had the West Indies have been on tour, the Pakistanis, you know, Australians are coming. There's so much cricket on at the moment. Um, so we'd love to talk about it. Yeah. Um, we'd love to talk about your issues with, you know, having to take the kids to sports. Absolutely. Uh, the issues you've got with um, your batting at the moment, your bowling, maybe you're getting pounded to all corners, I don't know. So anything like that, or how do you stay involved in, in cricket as an older person with uh, responsibilities like family and work? All yeah. that, I mean, we can help with that stuff. But if you don't ask the questions... We can't give the answer. Thank um, you. And, and I think that that really... Addresses the issue, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what I would suggest you do, Alex, over the Instagram, is send us another question and make it specific, mate. Yeah. Um, maybe a little less aggro. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit more pleasant. Yeah. And give us five stars while you do it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, great stuff. Hey, well, that brings it uh, brings us, I should say, to the end of the podcast. And, uh, Mike, uh, what are your New Year's plans, by the way? Um, well, I've got – it's just um, just me and the entire family there. Yeah, so yeah. I'll probably be doing the dishes – Cleaning up, feeding yeah. people, um, or hiding in my bedroom. Yeah. Well, in the out, out, the shed outside. Yeah, the, shed, the outside. shed outside. We've got a shed, and if I just move, if I fold the arm up on the lawnmower, there's enough room for me to just sort of squat on the ground. Yeah. So I'll do that. What about yourself? Yeah, just a quiet one, mate. I'll be in bed by 9.30. Yep, absolutely. Um, uh, but which will be ruined, of course, by the fact that really selfish assholes are letting off uh, fireworks and enjoying themselves and my dog's going batshit crazy yeah, well, that's in the right. Yeah, exactly. So when you say that you'll be sleeping, you'll be trying to calm your shivering, barking, yes. you know, nervous wreck of a dog. Massively traumatised dog. Yeah. Exactly, It's a good mate. time of year, isn't it? Um, and then I'm going to wake up on the... Uh, on the first day of uh, 2021, mate, probably give up the sickness. <laughs> yeah, good. Hey, but take care out there. Have a great New Year's. Until next week, we'll see you then. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.